welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice Podcast with Chris Moore. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors. And the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business and also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we've got Max Elby here with Goosehead Insurance Agency. Max is one year out of college, and so we're going to talk a little bit about what he wishes he would have known when he was in college, but also what he's learned in the first year in the business world. Max, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Chris. Awesome. I'm really excited. Cool. I appreciate you doing this. Um, first off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah. So as you said, my name is Max Elby. Um, I am 23 years old All from right. Swansea, Illinois. Love it. I uh, graduated college from Ole Miss okay. in May of 2020. Uh, so now I'm a broker at Goosehead Insurance. Uh, okay. So I'm not protecting people. Um, <laughs> I like to be outside, Yep. whether playing golf. I uh, love it fishing i'm getting into hunting Ooh. so it's gonna be exciting okay all right and then i also like to spend time with my friends and family obviously yep uh and play some call of duty with the boys i like it i like it you got we got a lot in common there oh yeah but with all of those <laughs> things i think just about everything you mentioned i do live in swansea yep. i didn't go to old miss though mm-hmm. um you know I, I know you've been golfing a lot this oh, year yeah. big so golfer that's been fun big golfer. that's been fun um how is Ole Miss? I, I always, I'm always curious. Like it's, I've always heard great things about it. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, both my sisters went down there, so it was kind of a no-brainer for me. Okay. And then the Southern hospitality down there is it's unbeatable. True. It's yeah. It's awesome. So did you feel forced to go to Ole Miss because your sisters went there? Uh, no, not really. Or you wanted to, actually? I just never really looked at any other colleges. Yeah. Uh, that just went sense. down there visiting them and then just kind of felt like home. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. I felt the same way about SAUE, honestly. Did you? Like, I didn't do one campus visit. I was just like, I'm going to SAUE. Yeah. They got a good business school. That's where I'm going. Of course. So I, I know where you're coming from with mm-hmm. that. Um, their football team's doing decent this year. Very good. Got a big game against Auburn this weekend. Okay. So That'd be fun. What are they can... ranked right now? Do you know? 10th. Uh, 10th? Okay. Oh, yeah. I know they've been climbing up Hopefully as everybody's keep, been dropping keep out. So um, it's been fun. By the time this is recorded, it'll be or released, it'll be probably SEC championship weekend coming okay. up. So. Um, so at least right now they're doing good. Yeah. We'll see what your, the next your month Clemson brings. Your Clemson team isn't, uh, yeah. isn't doing too well. I didn't think we were going to talk about that today, Max, but um, <laughs> I used to like you. So, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, it's been a rough year for Clemson. Yeah. Um, I knew it wasn't going to be a great year. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect this. No, it's right? whether four and three right now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, like, clinging on to four and three. <laughs> like, it's not even been a good four and three. Like, their second game was good, and then it's been all downhill since then. So they've, right. they've got a lot of injuries. Um you know, it's They've been a, a powerhouse for the past couple yeah. of years. So yeah, it's uh, it's a rebuilding year. Um, so I'm not too worried about it. Like I said, I when you lose Trevor Lawrence, you lose Etn. Yeah, you lose a lot of your offensive weapons. I'm like, yeah, it's not going to be the greatest no. year. Um, it's going to be tough. But again, didn't expect him to drop out of the top 20. <laughs> we don't have to talk about <laughs> They'll that. They'll get right? it figured out. Um, it's a good thing they're not in the SEC, or else they'd probably be like <laughs> 0 and 7 right now. But uh, anyways, we could talk college football all day. It's not the point of our podcast, but it makes it fun. So um, tell us a little bit about what you do at Goosehead. So you said you're a broker yep. there at Goosehead Insurance Agency. So at Goosehead, my official title would be account executive. Okay. Basically, that's a fancy way of saying I sell insurance. Okay, I like that. So <laughs> my 
I'm kind of my own boss, so my goal is just to bring in clients, okay. uh, you know, educate them about their insurance, educate them about their policy, so they yep. kind of have an idea of what's going on, um, and then obviously sell sell the insurance and then yep. build the book. That's cool. Just keep building. So you guys focus on a lot of you know P and C property and casualty, yeah. Home so and auto and uh, stuff. my bread and butter would be home closing. So okay. setting up um, insurance for lenders during their home closings. Gotcha. And then you know obviously try to capture the auto, get that multi policy yep. discount. Um, so yeah, nice. home and auto are basically the two my main, main focus. Okay, that's what I thought, and I just wanted to make sure. So, so what led you kind of into the insurance business? Um, I mean, did, does like somebody just wake up one day and be like, "No, of I'm course gonna not. be an insurance." Of course not. Okay. I never dreamt of being an insurance agent. Um, but I didn't do that with painting either. <laughs> by the way, back in college, so. So my brother-in-law, he's actually my boss. So, okay. Um, he has the Goosehead Agency in okay. O'Fallon. Okay. Um, it's just me and him in that office, so it's a great, you know, little work environment. Yeah. Um, but when I would come home from college, I would sit with him because it was kind of always in the back of my mind, is this route I want to go down? Right. Um, or what exactly I want to do with my life? And uh, I really just liked the flexibility that it offered because yep. he, I mean, he could work from home. If he wanted to come in at 11, he could. If he wanted to leave at 2 and go golfing in the afternoon, right. he definitely could. Um, so that really sparked an interest in me just yeah you know having that flexibility and that freedom that's cool that's cool um it's funny that we started finding out when you and i got to know each other that i played golf against I your know. brother in high school so know, that's crazy small so, world yeah it is it really is um and i'm not gonna ask you how it is to work for your brother-in-law because i don't want to put you on the spot <laughs> and i don't want to oh, make this awkward <laughs> so i mean I, I think derek's a pretty good guy oh, but yeah. uh, i'm not gonna put you in that awkward <laughs> spot um now it's not an episode where i want you to get fired so um so like i said i want to kind of spend the rest of the episode talking through uh, when we first started brainstorming this idea, I was like, you know, I, I wanted to get your perspective being, you know, about a year right out of college in yeah. the business world and stuff. Like, you know, what have you learned? Like, what, you know, and some of those things. So what's three things that you've learned since kind of getting into business, right? Like you said, you're, you're your own boss, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, you work for Derek and stuff, but like at the end of the day, like you're kind of in control of your schedule. You're in control oh, yeah. of getting clients, right? So I view you just as much as a business owner is anybody else in, in a sense opinion. yeah definitely yeah. you know so what's kind of three things you've learned in this last year uh so first and foremost the obvious one is insurance okay uh, yeah that's good um i mean growing up and even in college i probably couldn't even tell you the difference between uh, premium and deductible okay um Fair enough. and now like learning so much more stuff i really just like to take the time and educate each client because i mean they probably don't know what auto coverage they have they don't know what covered for their home and whatnot unless they've ever been in insurance and nobody understands yeah. that um room. and like a lot of them are underinsured so like to point that out yeah. and it might be a little bit more money but you're going to be sitting better off in the that's end. what you're paying for anyways right yeah you're paying for peace exactly money. you don't want to be paying for it and then when you need to use it you <laughs> don't want to be paying, paying more yeah that's um, a good point so yeah first and foremost insurance okay um next i would say that i learned how to manage time you okay. know being my own boss yep um no one's you know telling me what needs to be done when to do it yeah um it's kind of you know on me so whether do you feel like college prepared you for that um and you can be honest like we're not we're not yeah. just on Ole Miss or any yeah, colleges because, or anything I mean, but like college especially being away from home yeah. during college uh you know again no one's telling you to do your homework no one's telling you you have a test you should be studying um so yeah that made it a lot easier to you know get in the rhythm of you know okay. being your own boss That's essentially good. uh and just managing your time and knowing what needs to be done when yep. so that's cool that's cool what's the third thing um, sorry i'm just throwing oh no questions you're fine and you're in the middle of your uh, three things 
Third thing I would say is I realized how important, you know, building relationships is and how important networking is because okay. um, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for – actually, I met you. So yeah. um, I went to lunch with a lender, went to Peel in Edwardsville, yep. um, started talking to this guy, and he introduced me to someone else who introduced me to someone else who introduced me to you. Yep. And I got – you know, took your online course, yeah. um, and now we're doing this podcast. Yeah. And, you know, that wouldn't have happened if I wasn't building those relationships. Right. And, trying to meet new people and, and branch out. So yeah, that's good. I'm glad you mentioned that. I had a feeling you were going to throw that in one of your Uh-oh. three things, but I was, <laughs> was going to set you up later on if you didn't. But, um, you know, one thing, whenever I first met you and I could tell that you were genuine in building relationships with people. And that's what was impressive to me. Uh, it's been, I guess, about a year or so now, I think. Yeah. Uh, Cause I know you took the course beginning part of 21. Yep. So, um, so it has been about a year or so. That's crazy. But like, you know, just in talking to you, like I could tell you understood how to build relationships with people. You're just like, pumping me up right now. I, I am. I am. <laughs> but no, I'm being honest, like, because it was just the way you carried yourself and the way you asked questions. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that's one thing that, you know, a lot of people come out of college, in my opinion, and they just like insert themselves and are like, oh, I know everything. Yeah. And you took the opposite approach and you're like, what can I learn? Right? Well, I, I really just want to. It sounds silly, but I just want to be like as vulnerable as possible. And yeah. Like, well, and I think you're, you were genuine about it, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And it I wasn't wanna... like, hey, I'm just asking you these questions and I don't really care. Like, I know you were taking notes the first time we met. Yeah. Like, and I just want to like I want to like the first year, I just want to be a sponge and learn as much as possible. Yeah. Because I want to be as successful as possible exactly. as early on. Right. Which um, is awesome. And so I just want to ask those questions yeah. and get to that point as quickly as I can. No, I love it. I love it. And uh yeah, I mean, there's that's my whole philosophy with business. We've talked about that before. It's mm-hmm. just building relationships, networking with people. It's huge. And, and when it comes to building those relationships, people always want to talk about their favorite thing, right? Which is themselves. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and it's funny when you have people that are really good in conversations, like you and I have done it. Like, we'll just sit here and try to ask questions back and forth because neither of us want to talk about ourselves. Like right? I don't either. <laughs> I don't actually, right? But most people do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you're asking those questions because you're genuinely wanting to learn and grow and develop yourself, people are like, oh, this is different, right? Yeah. This is different than most people that are reaching out to me trying to be like, hey, I'm in insurance. Like, you should send me your, your business. And you're just like, hey, I just want to get to know you and how you've gotten to where you're at. No, it's, that's like... So when I was first couple months in, that's all I would be doing is just yeah. making cold calls. And I mean, not having any experience with cold calling right. was definitely nerve wracking. Oh, I and bet. And so like I'd be shaking, I'd be procrastinating so hard. And yeah. like, I'm not, gonna, I'm gonna do that later. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Yeah. But finally, just get it over with, um, and just call and yeah. ask those questions. You know, I'm not here to beg for business. I just want to learn. I'm new to the industry. Yeah. I just want to learn how you got to that point in your career, so I can you know, do, do the, the same, same insurance. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm, I'm pretty sure most people are pretty willing to sit down and chat with you. Oh yeah. Right. Um, and again, because it's so different, right. Mm-hmm. People see that and everybody that I know that we had in common or that, you know, I'd introduce you, they're like, man, there's something different about him. Right. I like, like that. And it's in a good way, right. Not like, Ooh, there's something <laughs> different about him. Like, no, like in a good way. Right. Well, that's so, good. um, that's it. Like you said, we've been talking about doing this podcast for a little bit now. And, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I think now's a good time to do that. So, so we talked earlier a little bit about how, you know, college kind of prepared you on the time management side of things. Yep. Um, do you have anything in addition to that that you want to add in, how it's kind of prepared you for the business world? Like, um, So I was a finance major. And okay. maybe if I went down that, like, field, yeah. I might have been a little bit better prepared. But as far as, you know, you know, help me out with insurance, it really didn't help me out right. much. Like, I'm not using any of those materials. Yeah. Um, 
But going back to that whole time management, um, that's what's mainly helped me out is just okay. being on top of my, my stuff and knowing what needs to be done and, yep. and how to get it done. So And not procrastinating. Yeah, right? trying not to. It's so funny because, I mean, like cold calling is like people's number one fear, right? Like public so speaking and then like cold calling. This They're pretty like hand in hand. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know, it's fine. The cameras aren't even here. Don't worry. Um, we're just hanging out, talking, having having beers or something. But, um <laughs> But, you know, I think that that's something that is very intimidating for people, right? Definitely. And I always, like, make the joke that it, you can justify anything you want in life, mm-hmm. right? So let's say it's Monday morning and you're like, I need to make these cold calls. And then you go, well, they probably don't want to talk to people because they're probably catching up on stuff from the weekend, I've right? I've done that. <laughs> and then, like, Monday afternoon, you're like, well, I can just call them tomorrow. Yep. And then, like, Tuesday rolls around and you're like, oh, they're probably eating breakfast right now, <laughs> like, right? Always thinking of some sort and of And the excuse. next thing you know, it's, like, Thursday afternoon and you're like, well, they're probably getting ready for, for the weekend. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Friday, you're like, well, I might as well call them on Monday, you know, like six weeks later, you still haven't called I've anybody. I've done that way right? too many I times. know. I've been there too. Like, it's, you know. Um, and so you, you have to figure out, like, just do it, right? Mm-hmm. I always um, had just kind of lost it, like, do it now. That's the seven levels, isn't it? It is, yeah. Do yep. it now. Just do it now, right? And here's what I figured out. But when it comes to, so hopefully anybody that's listening to this that's in the cold calling environment, hopefully you can get something out of this. If you dial the phone number and just focus on, that's all you got to do. I just yep. got to dial the phone number. And then the second you hit call, like you'll figure the rest out. Yeah. <laughs> but people, I think get so like frozen in that, like, I don't really want to cold call. I don't do it. But if you just can get yourself to dial the number and hit call, then it all just kind of flows. I've right? done it countless times where I've punched the number in my phone and then just not press call. Yeah. I know. Right. Like, I'll do it later. So that's, what I always tell people like, if you really have a fear of cold calling, you know, one, have the do it now mentality. Cause you're going to feel a hundred times better after you do it. Right. You're going to yeah. feel accomplished. You overcame your fear. You know, you stay disciplined to what you said you were going to do. Like, there's so many positive mental yeah. benefits of it. Um, but if you can just, if it's paralyzing to you, just just hit call. Yeah. No, really. And, like, at the end of it, you're you're happy that you did it. Yeah. Um, it was probably a great conversation, yeah. honestly. Um, and then you realize, you know, you're still alive. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. You're going to suck at, like, the first seven. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be okay. But then now I, I would feel comfortable calling up anyone and yeah. talking to them. Okay. And if I said that a year ago, I would. Call myself crazy. Yeah, no, I know, right? I know. It's cool to see how much you've grown even in this year. So um, so if you could go back to college, um, and would you do anything differently? Uh, that might be a loaded question. I don't know. No, I, I definitely know. would. Um, so and what would it be? My my mom, you know, in high school and college, she would always tell me to, like, join groups and, like, put myself out there as much as possible. I was like, Mom, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Like, let me do me. Yeah. Um, but I wish I would have joined a lot more groups. Okay. I was I was in a fraternity for I think the first three years. Okay. Uh, dropped that, um, but I wasn't like too involved in it, and I wish I would have been more involved in that and joined some other groups. Um, oh. Not really sure what groups, but right. Just wish I would have put myself out there more. Okay. Um, Got more involved with things. Yeah, yeah. would have better prepared me for, you know, where I am today, and yep. just would have learned more and got some more experience. That's so. good. Well, and I think a big thing with like different groups and things is it it reinforces that networking and relationship building. Exactly. Yeah. Right. To where then you just kind of naturally transition into the business world out of college, and mm-hmm. you're used to doing all those things, right, and yeah. having meetings and all those different types of things. So, oh yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of somewhere in the middle. I didn't join like all of them, but there was like one or two, mm-hmm. and but I got very involved in them. Like, yeah. I kind of have this thing where I can't do something and not get involved <laughs> with it. It's a curse and a blessing, right? Like. <laughs> Uh, it was really funny when we started going to our current church, our executive pastor. I'd known him for a long time, and he's like, I'm going to give you a year. And I was like, 
what, until we leave? He's like, no, until you're involved in some way, shape, or form. And you, um, it was probably under a year. No, it actually took about 14 months. Okay. But close enough. Okay. So he was pretty spot on. Um, and I love it. I'm, <laughs> I, I love being involved with it. So um, so the, is the primary way that you're growing your, your book of business now through relationships, networking, referrals? Like, is that kind of what you guys are focused on? 100%. So I don't make any cold calls to clients. I'm not – I mean, like State Farm, they'll be cold calling – you know, right. I have a list of 600 people that need a call and right. half of them probably don't even pick up yeah. or don't even want to talk to you. But so my main goal, you know, like my first couple of months, um, even now, I'm still like cold calling some lenders, gotcha. mortgage lenders, try so to get. you're cold calling more referral partners. Yep. Gotcha. 100%. Cool. Uh, so I call them, you know, just try to become friends with them. Yeah. Uh, I've, I think what has really worked for me is make it more of a friendship rather than a business relationship because. Yeah. You know, there's going to be so many people that do insurance and that right. probably do it just as good as me, but they're not friends with them. Yeah. And I think I've learned it from you and maybe some books that I've read is just people do business with who they're friends with. Yep. With who they know, like, and trust. Yep. So right? the easiest way to know, like, and trust someone is to be friends with them. Yeah. So I go to lunch, you know, go golfing with them. And yeah. like, I actually look forward to that. It's not, you know, a business meeting at that point. It's, yeah. it's fun getting out yep. with them. So it's really funny. I was talking to somebody the other day. And it was actually one of our clients and we were talking about like time or just, I don't, something got brought up and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was like, I worked like 14 hours yesterday. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I was on the computer at six and I was done at like eight 30. And I said, outside of like the 30 minutes I went to pick my niece up from school, like it was pretty much working all day or Jeez. like driving to appointments or something. Right. Yeah. And, and I said, but you got to keep in mind, it was a painter. And I was like, you got to keep in mind though. Like I wasn't painting for 14 hours or I didn't paint for 10 hours and then come home and work for like, I was like, literally, I'm going to networking meetings. Mm-hmm. I had lunch with somebody, like, grab drinks with a, another networking group. Okay. Like, you know, and I'm like, so, like, don't get me wrong. It was still kind of a long day. By 830, Definitely. I was, like, done. But, like, I enjoy it. Yeah. Right? It it's doesn't the make fun it bad. Things, You're right? not sitting behind a computer in a cubicle right. all day. Right. You're getting out there. And- See, but then I play that on the other card when Christina's like, what are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, I'm golfing this afternoon. But it's, like, networking. So, like, <laughs> it's it's working. And she's like, uh-huh. And I'm like, well, it is, you know. It so, is, yeah. E- exactly. My, but my like, parents uh, say, like, oh, you're golfing again? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Business. Business. <laughs> Business gets done on the golf course. Come on. Like, everybody knows that. But it is true, though. Yeah. Like, when you can focus on building a friendship with people – and you're like, hey, I just want to get to know you. Like, I want to, yeah. you know, like, let's go grab lunch. Let's grab coffee. Let's, are you a golfer? Like, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the common ground is there. Um, be surprised how many business people like bourbon too. Like, I've become, oh, I know. I, I thankfully I like bourbon, but that's become like a common. I had a thirty minute conversation with somebody last night about bourbon <laughs> that I'd never met before, and we're gonna grab lunch next week now. There so, you go. I'll probably have some uh, bourbon. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, it depends. We'll see. Uh, but maybe not as much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it's just funny. Like, when you find that common ground and you just want to become friends with people, yeah. then the business always flows naturally. I right? know. And yeah. that's one thing, like, the first, like, six months or so, like, things were pretty slow. And, like, I was still trying to build those relationships. Yeah. And then, you know, finally it just clicked. Yeah. And then started getting some business yep. and just I steady don't, flow. I don't want to say I told you so. You, but. I you told did. you, I said, trust the process. You did. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing the right things. I was definitely getting down on myself. I know you were. I know you were. And that's why I tried to just keep making sure you were going to build yourself up enough to keep going because eventually it will pay off, yeah. right? Eventually, um, you know, you're going to hit the tip of the iceberg and things are going to start mm-hmm. working in the right direction. Um, and I think a big thing too, is we talk about like, you know, becoming friends with people is like, don't do it in a manipulative way, right? Like you really, 
should have the right mindset of like, I genuinely want to be friends with you. Mm-hmm. And if business flows, then great. And if it doesn't, I don't really care. Right. Yeah. Um, don't be like, Hey, I want to go be friends with you. But selfishly, I really just want business from you. Right. Like yeah. you got to have the right mindset. People can tell when you're fake. Yeah. People can definitely. tell when you're genuine, like you are. Right. So I think there's a big difference in there. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to start that. cutting you down a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get on my high horse. Up, yeah. Building you up a little too much, but, but no, it's true. I mean, and that's why I wanted to record this episode with you. Cause like I said, it's been fun to watch like, just how you've progressed over the year, right? Where you're at now compared to when I met you last year, even six months in the, in between there and stuff and just seeing how you've evolved as a person and building those relationships. And you've been such a, big big part of that no i appreciate it's been that. so helpful so i, don't, I really I don't appreciate feel like it. i have been but you i appreciate it definitely I, i'll take your word for it <laughs> so um so if you had to narrow it down to one thing that you believe helps build strong relationships what would it be and it, it might be the friendship thing we just talked about or, or whatever i but think it would definitely be the friendship part yeah. you know just like you said be genuine yep. um you know listen and like 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 a lot of people that i talk to like even when I'm selling insurance or like talking to the, the clients, yeah. um, like I try to find out as much about them as possible, like yeah. how many dogs they have and right. you know their kids and all that. So literally just listen to them, yeah. um, be friends with them, and then I think that's the biggest part. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna even I'm gonna hit another angle on it and provide another aspect, even though I think that's the number one key. But I think establishing yourself as somebody that can help connect them to their needs can be another thing. Yep, and what I mean by that is referrals to other people mm-hmm. right um it's really funny because like a lot of our friend group close friend group like they know that i know 90 percent of people that <laughs> are in different industries right yeah. like there's a couple of people I'm like yeah, i don't have a good referral for that mm-hmm. but usually even if i don't know somebody i can make about five phone calls and find somebody for some you know yeah. um and i it's not an ego thing i just i enjoy being that person that can help solve problems for people right um, and so I think it's the same thing when, when, you know, you're meeting with clients and you're getting to know them and you're talking about stuff. And if they're like, oh yeah, we're getting projects done at our house. Oh, what are you guys getting done? Like, oh, do you need any connections? Yeah. Do you need like any referrals? Like I know some different contractors, right? Um, because I think that really goes a long way. Right? It does. Um, and so I've always kind of take that, try to take that approach of, you know, I like to get to know people for their sake, but I also like to try to help them solve maybe problems they don't even know they have yeah right no that's very you know you're talking about dogs and you're like oh yeah we take our dog to you know such and such daycare and like you're like oh really you know like yeah maybe didn't even think about ever doing that right exactly you started having those conversations and And just getting to know them yeah exactly right like it's just you want to so i always look for like those connection points and and again i don't do it in like a manipulative way or you know guide a conversation just to get to a certain point but Mm -hmm. just like as i get to know people i always look for like is there somebody I can connect them to that can make their life better or easier or, you know, have something that, like I said, they may not even know that comes up in their life. Yeah. So, and that goes a long way. It does. It really does. And I think that helps reinforce that relationship. Right. Um, cause I don't just refer people to people I don't know. Like mm-hmm. when I refer somebody to someone, I know they're going to do a good job yep. and that's going to be a good reflection on me. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if I don't, if they're like, Hey, do you know somebody that does X, Y, Z thing? And I'm like, I actually don't, but I did meet this one person, but I don't know him that well. Like I'll always preface it. Right. Yeah. Like I don't actually know him that well just like confidently refer you but here's at least a lead for yeah. you you know so and that still helps out it does it does and that's also kind of my way of being like if things don't work out like i don't, don't. have a personal relationship <laughs> here so like i i think they're a good person they yeah. seemed really nice in the 10 minutes i met them but like i don't know their work or you know um so i always kind of preface it with mm-hmm. that but um what's been one of the toughest things you've learned in the last year 
Uh, it's not easy. Okay. Um, like when I would sit with my brother-in-law when I'd come home from college, uh, you know, seeing him, you know, work, it just made it look like it was, wasn't working. It right. made it look like it was just super easy. Yeah. Um, but I've learned that's could not be further from the truth. Yeah. Uh, it's tough and you got to put in the work. Um, but like, like you said, just be patient, yeah. um, keep doing the right things and then it'll, it'll eventually start to pay off if yep. you, if you do everything right. That's good to know. How long, how long has Derek been in insurance roughly? Uh, I think he's been a goosehead for three or four years. Okay. And then before that he was at state farm for, I think three okay. years. So my whole point in saying that was it made it easy to sit with him because he had been in business for five or six years. Yeah. And like kind of had some established clients mm. and relationships and stuff. Definitely. Right. And then you walk into it day one thinking like, oh, it's gonna I've be seen just how like Derek's going to, yeah, yeah, this is easy. People just call you and they need stuff and yep. you're like, it's great. And then you're like, oh, I got to go find people. Yeah, it's, and oh, I'm 22, <laughs> 23 years old. Like I don't even, none of my friends have even bought a house yeah. yet. Right. Like half of them are taking a fifth year. Or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, you know, so, um, you know, I think that's a good perspective, right? Is yeah. It's easy to look at what other people are doing in your industry or people that are further along. And it's just like, oh yeah, I can just do that. Mm. But if you don't have the experience, you don't have those relationships, right? I was talking with a contractor in Bangor, Maine yesterday. Oh, boy. Um, and we were talking about that. And he had he's just moved there and had just started his business and stuff. And I'm like, it's going to take time, mm -hmm. you know? And he's like, I know. He's like, it's frustrating, though. And I was like, yeah, you moved to a new market and started a new business. Like, it's going to take time, oh, right? Yeah. So, um, and that's where I always say, like, if you, if you have the right foundation principles with the networking, the relationships and all of those things, and we've had different guests on here. I know Mark Warren was one of mm -hmm. our first ones. We talked about that. Um, and shameless plug to go back and listen to more episodes for people. But, um, <laughs> but you know, when you, when you really start to hone in on that and that's your foundation, it, it always works. Mm -hmm. It just takes time. Yeah. And I always say, this is a long-term game plan with short-term benefit. Yep. That's what you always tell me. Because in the long haul, you're going to have a steady stream of leads coming in for your business to grow. And you're going to get some stuff in the meantime, mm -hmm. but it's really the long-term game you're playing. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I always say, anytime you're doing that long-term, long-term plan, short-term benefit, because you will get some out of it in the meantime, but it's all about the long-term. Definitely. Game. And like, like I said, I, I would always get down on myself the first, I mean, at least five or six months. Yeah. I would, I would really get down on myself just because, I mean, I would be in my office, my phone was dead silent, and then my brother-in-law, he's in the other office just non talking nonstop. Yeah. And it's like, like right. why is that not happening to me? Yeah. But now it's starting starting to pick up, and That's you know, I think that I was doing the right things. You were. Um, so you were. it's starting to pay off. It's one of those where you're like, hey, Derek, can you put them on hold and transfer them to me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Give me something. Yeah, Throw I'm, me a bone. I'm, I'm, I'm free over here, you know, <laughs> but um, no, and I think that's the hardest part. And that's why I think, you know, a lot of businesses, you know, financial advisors and insurance, like anything where you have to go establish a clientele, mm -hmm. it's a grind for a while, right? It and is. you're not naive. You know, it's going to be a grind for another couple of years. Definitely. It's going to get a little easier, right? Because you're building these relationships hopefully. and stuff. You have happy clients that will hopefully provide referrals like you know, and there's strategies you can put in place to help with all that too. But, you know, you're, you're through the hardest part. Mm -hmm. There's still going to be some more work to be, you know, having Definitely, done for yeah. a while. But, um, you know, I think you've made it this far and I've got no doubt you're going to continue to, to grow and make it even That's further. That's what I hope. So, um, well, I appreciate you coming on here today. What is one final piece of advice? If, if there's a college student listening to this episode right now, they're freshman, sophomore, junior, even senior, um, What's one piece of advice you would leave them with? Um, I would say start now. Okay. 
Um, in which way? Whether that's, you know, saving money okay. or maybe investing in some stocks or something. Um, maybe you want to start working out. Yeah. Uh, start now because a year from now you're going to look back and wish that you would have started. Yep. Um, I think good and advice. just had that progress. Like even looking back at my career, I wish I would have, you know, hit hard with the networking at first. But, you know, at first it wasn't paying off for me. Right. Um, so I was like, this is pointless. Like, why am I doing this? And then realized that it all just built up to where I am now. So yep. wish I would have hit that a little bit harder, but okay. start now. Good. Definitely. That's really good advice. That's really good advice. Well, like I said, I appreciate you taking time to come do this. Um, this is the, the one year anniversary ish of you being in, in yep. the business world. Um, I'm sure we'll do a, a three-year one, maybe a five. I don't oh, know. heck we'll, yeah. We'll have you back for we'll some reunion. other stuff. Have if some not, bourbon for that one. If, exactly. If nothing else, we'll get on here and just talk college football and golf for 30 minutes. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> but, no, well, Max, I really appreciate it, and I uh, hope you have a good rest of the day. Yeah, thank you. You too. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.